Welcome to Courageous Conversations with Teresa W. Gamble, powered by Concierge Resource Professional Consultants. Courageous Conversations is a diversity, equality, and inclusion initiative. It's a gracious space for meaningful discussions about culture, life, business, work, learn, live, worship, and play. Greetings, everyone. This is your host, Teresa W. Gamble of Courageous Conversations, um, coming from you from Houston, Texas, with our next storytelling guest this week is Victoria Baylor, the founder and CEO of Mindset and Clarity Coaching. And today we're going to learn a little bit more about Miss Victoria. Welcome, Victoria. Oh my goodness, Reese. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for being so kind and having me on. And thanks listeners for tuning in. <laughs> likewise, likewise. So today we're going to talk about Victoria's story and it aligns with a lot of some of the things that I've been talking about is about mindset, but she has an extra spice to it, clarity. And that's something we always need. So we're going to talk about the clarity life today. So who is Victoria Baylor first? Let's talk about the woman. Who is Victoria? <laughs> that is always such a loaded question because uh, you'd have to watch my TEDx talk to see why I kind of giggled about that because figuring out who we are is oftentimes the tricky part. But to answer your question, it took me a few years to get to this. Uh, Victoria Baylor is, you know, if I had to sum myself up, I'm an analytical and creative problem solver. So I'm the type of person that when I see problems or I, I see that there's an issue, there's a part in me that's God-given, that's driven to try to figure out how do we resolve that issue? And then there's no secret why I ended up kind of in the coaching realm. But, you know, my I initially started in another realm. My background is in marine biology, and I actually started and spent 15 years in microbial ecology research, solving problems, asking those types of questions. Um, but that's me in a nutshell. And in addition to that, you know, I'm pretty much just kind of a laid back, you know, person. I like to observe things. Um, you know, most people might think I'm pretty quiet. I'm not. If you get me, I'm an introvert. So that is kind of the trick with introverts. If you get us talking about something we like, we could talk you into the ground for days. Um, but I don't know. I, I just, I, I like life. I love God's people. I like the brilliance and gifts that people have. So I love being able to be in a sphere where I get to kind of, that's my sandbox where I can play with people's gifts and see those definitely um, resonate. Um, aside from that, I love to travel. So the last, you know, year and a half been tough, but you know, we're making it through. Um, I love, this is going to throw people off. I love anything that's a little bit mafia related. And um, I have a pension for like serial killer related like documentaries. Wait, 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 mafia and serial killer. Oh, so we got an undercover thug in the house. Huh? <laughs> I love throwing that in there because people think they have you pegged. It's like, ah, you know, but I like people. I love studying people. Now those are the worst you know, the people themselves aren't bad, no such thing as a bad person, but the things they did were pretty heinous. But you can learn a lot about the motivations and what drives people. So that's that psychological side of me that gets uh, a little itch to get scratched with that. Um, I'm the mother to a 14, nearly 14 year old daughter who went through a rapid growth spurt about my size now. And then um, my husband and I have been together for about 25 years, married for almost 19. So um, that's kind of us in the nutshell. That's me in the nutshell. I live in Savannah, Georgia, where it is hot and humid at this moment. <laughs> and I'm always regretting it year after year. But after 20 some years, the beauty of all keeps me here. So that's that's a little bit about me. Wow, that's amazing. Now, you mentioned earlier um, about your TED Talk. So you've been a TED Talk speaker? 
Yes, I did. I gave a TEDx talk in about, uh, I think it was 2018. God, time goes by fast. Uh, it was always on my list of things to do. Even when I worked in research, I used to watch TED Talks. TED, of course, is like the main hub. And then they were smart and they created these little TEDx talks where different communities all over the globe could actually continue that whole sharing their thought process. So it's kind of a funny story behind that. You know, I wanted to go out for it. I did, um, I think maybe in 2018. And actually the first time I went out for my TED talk, TEDx talk, I actually um, got turned down. So I was sitting in the middle of a Joyce Meyer conference. Sarah Jake Roberts was there, Priscilla Schreier, like the full lineup. And I was debating on driving back to Savannah to actually interview in person. But instead, I was like, no, I'm, look, I'm getting too many good nuggets here. So I stayed. I recorded the, the spiel in the basement of the, I think, the workout room. And then, you know, two weeks later, I got the feedback and it said, you got declined. And, you know, like any dream, you know, it kind of feel a little bit deflated, but it was kind of funny. And I, I like to out myself and this might be a little bit off topic, but I have no problem telling myself I tried to play. I tried to play God a little bit with that because God had <laughs> called me to work and to help women. And I had by that time already known it, went through my own identity crisis, rebounded from it use my analytical and creative skills to pull me out of that hole. And I said to myself, I never want another woman to struggle with that. But when you're starting on the path of purpose, it's not always clear to you. So you're just listening to the voice and you're proceeding ahead. And um, I said, well, if I can get this TEDx talk, then people are going to know I'm an expert. I don't have to fight for this thing. And then God was like, nope. <laughs> so funny thing about that is though because sometimes we have to shed those exterior things we think that it takes to complete us I would dish that and I said look I'm just going to be me to the core I know what I represent I dug deeper into what my brand identity was and how I led with my own brilliance and helping women find theirs and then this next time it came around what's ironic is there was an hour and a half before they closed the deadline and I looked at my husband I was like you think I should apply he was like, yeah, you should. I said, I don't know. And by that time, I got myself together because I know if I'd, I didn't need anything to validate me, God had validated my position. And what was cool about that is I applied in those last 90 minutes, threw something together, talked about my story. And man, when I got that feedback, like two, I think maybe a month or so later that you got, you know, picked, I remember throwing my laptop in the air, <laughs> screaming. <laughs> Because it's a really hard thing to get picked for. Most people don't realize it's a really hard thing to go out for. And then just crying. And I realized that, um, you know, it's, I think the greatest thing about branding and knowing yourself and sharing our gifts is that's all we need to do authentically and doors open. So I help women every day realize that the gift is in you. Stop trying to supplement. You don't need all this stuff. Work with what you got. And then um, connect to your opportunities. Oh, wow. That is an amazing story. I'm so happy for you. I remember when you posted that opportunity, I was cheering you on through social media when I saw that post. So <laughs> you mentioned something about you was trying to play God and know that your purpose was working with women. And once you focused on Victoria and got Victoria together, when did you know mindset and clarity coaching was your niche? It was all throughout that. Uh, you know, you know, I discovered what I wanted to be when I was eight years old. So I figured out I had this dream. I ran for the dream. That's how I ended up marine biology. So I've never had a problem with, I don't know, no one told me I was African-American female. Nobody, no one told me there were limitations for women. I didn't really consider it. 
I had an idea, a concept, I was consumed with it and I ran for it. So going after goals had never been an impediment or a challenge for me. But what no one really, and I had exceptional parents and they're very supportive. They said, if you put God first, there's nothing you can accomplish. So I had, was girl with a dream, like most of us as women. But where I hit my, my, I guess, brick wall was no one told me about the kind of disarray that happens between the six inches between your ears. <laughs> and see, when you have messages and you're positive and you're like, oh, I'm a go-getter, I can get it. That can only take you so far. And the downside is actually when you make the goal the priority, that will only take you so far too. So I focus, focus so much on that. Where am I going? How to get there? That I lost sight of who I was, what my identity was, what my gifts were. As women, we use our gifts all the time. And we really, it's like digging into a toolbox. We use it, but we really don't look down and see what's in our hand. And I made that mistake and then add perfectionism on top of that. So, you know, downplaying mm -hmm. every accomplishment man, that did a number on my my confidence. And I got to a place where I had to ask myself, I'm like, who, I didn't even know who I was. And I got stuck and I didn't know how to move forward. And it, it was a hot mess. And my TEDx talk, the title is, you are who you are, not what you do. Because yeah. the greatest thing happened woman is when you can combine the knowledge of your identity, what your God-given gifts are, understanding that purpose and fueling that in a direction, you're like a comet. Ain't nothing going to stop you. You're going to burn everything up. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> so, um, so I knew that that was, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Finish your statement and finish your thought. And then I'm going to um, piggyback on something you said about being stuck. What was your strategy? So to answer your stuck. Yeah. Okay. To answer your question, I went around the moon with that is I knew that that was my area because that was also my challenge. And I always give a little bit of a tip to women. Oftentimes your greatest breakthrough in helping other people is the thing you struggle with most. So I have a struggle with getting out there and doing it. I had a struggle with what was happening, what I was telling myself. Mm -hmm. Then I discovered what your mindset is and how important that it takes more than skill and talent. You really, you got to get that thinking right. So once I got armed with that and being that I'm highly analytical, I was like, we're going to figure this problem out. We're going to get to the bottom of this. And, you know, thank God, because he really had to push me because sometimes we just end up in a hole. We just lose ourselves. And I just decided that I didn't want another woman to lose out who she was. And then that became my driving force behind what I do. That's great. That's great. So you focused on making sure that um, you dug your way out of that hole. And in digging that way out of the hole, is was it that um, spiritual tools where there's self-confidence, self-coaching? What was that thing or what was that word or what was that image that say, okay, I got to dig up out of this hole? What was that for you? Well, that's powerful. You know, I'd like to make this sound like it was an instantaneous thing. For me, it probably it's happened about 10 years ago. So it took a few years. And I think the benefit of what I get to do is I get to speed that up for other women. But the, the answer to your question is there's like no one size fits all. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what makes it even more tricky. Because if I try to take what your methods is, it might not work for me. We have two different challenges. And for me, per se, it took me really getting in alignment with understanding my personality type, understanding like that dismissiveness I had about my gifts and minimizing those, correcting that mindset, seeing that, oh man, what I offer, other people don't do that. They don't have that superpower. And then being able to understand first and foremost, which I believe in is that people call it confidence, but it's really confidence you know, not defining myself by how I see myself, really defining myself by the way God sees me. An interesting thing is God never made junk. 
everything he touches, there is, I mean, if you think about DNA is only composed of four bases and he creatively used four little nucleotides to build an entire person with muscles and function. I mean, I don't even know where to begin with that. Like, I, you know, so if he took all that time, <laughs> it's like logically, like there's something to this. And I think though people really want to know that they're not random. And the thing is we see bits and pieces of ourselves, but we don't know what it means. Mm. I love being able to take, it's like seeing, it's like me throwing a puzzle, some 10 puzzles on the, the um, table for you. You look down and you're like, what's this supposed to be? Cause you don't have the box cover. You don't know where the corner is. You don't know what's upside down. And I love that for me, because I have that ability where I can help people see what's, let's see what's on this box cover. And let's take this piece and put it here. I had to do that myself first and really look at all the pieces that belong to me, take ownership of those, honor those, find my um, strength in those and just get focused. And that was all I needed because I, I never had a real hard problem getting focused. I just need to get my, this cloudiness, that clarity piece <laughs> together. And once I had that, that's where the confidence come from. So I tell people all the time, confidence is not some mystical thing. Confidence really comes from knowing what you have to work with and having your assurance in that thing. That's Miriam Webster defies it like that. So for a lot of women, it's just hitting that reset button, turning off the noise, getting her focus on seeing what she's got. And when you see what you got, you realize there's opportunities that open up that are very unique to you. Then it's like, I feel like God always says, says go get them, girl. I feel like we play it way smaller than what our father, you know, has for us. And I had to get, we had to get that mindset and my mind and all that stuff right through scripture, reading the word, and then understanding how does the brain work? So we had some spiritual, some physical, some biological, we did, we did some tune-ups. And I think that's why as a coach, I had to take a very holistic approach to coaching because we're not just, it's not just a, we just tap this and it's all going to work. It's how do you work as a person? How do you manage your energy? How do you function? What makes your heart light up? What actually steals your energy? What diverts your focus? We're just people. I always say, I like to tell where I was like, we, we, we're so hard on ourselves. We're just people. Let's just get it together and just move on. We can do that. Wow. That is amazing. I love that. I love that. And with that being said, what is new and next for Victoria? Well, you know, listen here, I always, I was telling a client that last night, she, and I work with Christians and non-Christian clients, so I don't push my face off, faith out on people, but uh, she just happened to be a Christian client. And I said, girl, you better hold on to your seat. Don't play with God. <laughs> you never know what he, what he has. And it's just been some really cool things coming up. I just, I learned that obedience is better than sacrifice. And that when we trust the plans that God has, there's no way in the world we can actually surpass those plans. So it's kind of funny. I'm, I've had some really great opportunities open up. So I coach group one-on-one and then I'm doing more of a speaking tour, just I'm doing more of that. And then someone offered me my own um, newspaper column. So that was really amazing because that was one of those secret desires. I didn't even put that on my board. And I was like, God, I'd be looking at the secret places. That's good. <laughs> So a lot of that is coming out and all for the sake of sharing the message. This is not about me. I tell people all the time, I don't make diamonds. My job is just to polish them. Um, but it's all for the sake of when we release our brilliance and we really tap and become all that we are meant to be, the world benefits, the people around us benefits. We benefit. We know we're, we're, we're worth something and we know that our life has deep meaning. And I think that's the greatest gift we can give to ourselves and to other people to have that courage to go after 
those bold visions, dreams, and goals. That's amazing. I hear you have a podcast. So where can the listeners um, check, uh, tune in to check you out at? Yeah, the the podcast. Yes. Awakening Brilliance. And it's all about uh, just kind of looking at the lives of other women that are out there and about using their brilliance. I hate saying fearlessly because that's a misconception. No, fear follows, but (laughs) they do it despite the fear. It was like, um, but just chronicling their lives. And the point is to really ignite, look at other women's brilliance. If we can get past our own insecurities, it really ignites the soul of another woman to share, showcase her brilliance. And I love having those one-on-one conversations. We talk about the ups, the downs, the nitty gritty, so that other women can really be activated to, to take action and really feel comfortable in their own skin. That's amazing, Victoria. So before we go, can you um, let everyone know how can they connect with you? How can they get into the mindset clarity coaching? Oh, absolutely. So I'm self-branded. My business formal name is Baylor Brand Consulting, but most people don't know that because I don't put it anywhere, but (laughs) I'm self-branded under Victoria Baylor. So you can visit www.victoriabaylor.com. I'm on Instagram, almost every social media avenue or outlet under my name. Um, And just jump on, go to contact. You can drop me a message and you can find all the hubs to my outlets, even at my website. So um, I look forward to connecting with many of you. Sounds great. Thank you so much, Victoria, for sharing your story, for sharing your niche, your why, you know, how you empower women and the amazing new opportunities that you have. We looking forward to learning, reading, listening about mindset and clarity coaching with Victoria Baylor. Thank you so much, Victoria. And we hope to see you and hear from you soon. Absolutely. Thank you. Outro. Five, four, three, two, one. You've been listening to Courageous Conversations with Teresa W. Gamble. Courageous Conversations is powered by Concierge Resource Professional Consultants. Would you like to be a guest and have your stories, lessons, and best practices be captured in our audio encyclopedia? We're currently reviewing applications for future guests to join us, and we're especially interested in creating space for long-standing or multi-generational Black-owned businesses. For more information and to be considered, please email info at crpcnow.com to request an application. And remember, do not get weary in well-doing. You shall reap if you faint not. Galatians chapter 6, verse 9.